This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. From CBS News, this is The Takeout with Major Garrett. Welcome to your Tuesday Takeout Outtake Especial. This part of our program is for our podcast subscribers on Tuesday, but it's a continuous part of the show on CBSN. So CBSNers, thanks for joining us and staying with us. So continuing for the CBSN audience in particular and for the podcast listeners who remember the main show, that idea of populism, Max, I just want Max Rose, our special guest, freshman congressman, 11th District of New York. Uh, to some ears, it might say, when you listening to you say, be on the side of the people who are getting ripped off and a system that works against them. It sounds a little bit like Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders rhetoric, but you have policy differences with them. So help my audience understand how you sound like a populist, but maybe not go as far in the progressive direction in terms of Well, policy. that's exactly the distinction that I'm trying to make, okay. is that the far left of the Democratic Party does not have a monopoly on populism. When I talk about a hedge fund manager or a private equity executive or a real estate magnate not paying a lower tax rate than cops, firemen, teachers, and nurses, that is a populist notion that does not make me on the far left. When I talk about a pharmaceutical company not being able to jack up the price of a generic drug by thousands of percent, when I talk about the inability of the federal government to not negotiate a fair drug price for people. So now we got hardworking Americans that have to choose between the price of drugs and putting food on the table. That is a populist notion. When I talk about the fact that I would rather put billions of dollars into roads and bridges rather than tax cuts for the wealthiest amongst us, again, that is populism, but that is not socialism. And I think that distinction is very important. When I talk about banning all corporate PACs in this town, not taking any money from, from lobbyists or corporate PACs, and trying to get this ridiculous money out of our system to include restricting the ability for Saudi Arabia to fund our super PACs, that is populism. That is not far-left politics. How dangerous do you think it is for the Democratic Party to have a nominee who could be, at least at some level, described as a socialist do you think that is a fault line it's not a good idea not a good idea um and and ultimately i don't think that that is what will happen um but we'll we'll have to see how this shakes out so before we get to our three threshold questions which we ask every single guest and our audience loves the answer because this next question i think might shed some light on that uh, master's in philosophy and public policy so what did you learn about philosophy when you got your master's degree? yeah so i my my favorite um, philosopher, someone who I really did a deep dive into, is a guy named Karl Popper. So, a philosopher of, uh, of science, deeply uh, focused on this idea of falsification. That there's no such thing as an absolute truth in this world. All there is is that which is yet to be falsified. And so, we, we have to be deeply cognizant of the fact that there are limits to our knowledge. 
limits to what any human being, what any organization can know. And we have to be constantly backing up and questioning what, uh, what it is that we, are, that we are doing. But Karl Popper had this really interesting friendship. Karl Popper was a, a liberal in every sense of the word, but he had this very interesting friendship with Frederick Hayek mm-hmm. to the point that they actually dedicated books to one another. Um, I want to one day write, write a book on this relationship between Karl Popper and Frederick Hayek. Frederick, Frederick Hayek, Hayek, not a liberal. No, Frederick Hayek, known as this uh, arch-libertarian. But what they both really truly agreed on was the limits of human knowledge. Now, Hayek said that we need a free market because no centrally planned organization could ever decide what the price of French toast is, for instance. And he was totally right about that. But what Karl Popper did is he took Frederick Hayek's ideas about knowledge and he said, rather, what we need to do is policies of incrementalism, that we need to go step by step by step. An experiment. An experiment. Always, but, but we're talking about public policy here. Always trying to advance the public good using the public sector, but all the while understanding that there's, there has to be deep humility to our efforts and we need to really double back constantly to try to falsify what it is that we thought was true. So our three threshold questions are, in no particular order, and I, we may have gotten an insight into one of the answers, of the most influential book in your life, uh, second, your favorite movie or one of your all-time favorite movies, long flight or a long drive, what kind of music? Artist or genre are you most likely to listen to? So, uh, you know, I, I would actually say that the emerging most influential books in my, in my life is Robert Caro's um, unbelievable set of series on Lyndon Johnson. Uh, you and I spoke before we uh, uh, started airing this on how, you know, politics is a profession as well, mm-hmm. and one that it takes years to learn and master. And we denigrate the profession. You know, no one wants to come out and say, I'm a career politician. People are fine saying, I'm a career doctor, career lawyer, career uh, army officer. And what Lyndon Johnson was, for, amidst all his failings, was someone who sought to master this profession. And Robert Caro's deep dive into all that was LBJ, I, I just find inspiring and fascinating. And before he did that, he did a masterful study on Robert Moses. Yeah. And if you want to know about New York, read that biography. Absolutely. That's why all of our um, seaside real estate is taken over by damn highways. Thanks, Robert. Um, so Although uh, Verrazano Narrows Bridge was his last big infrastructure project, opened in 1964, yeah. important to your district. They, and they, they promised us that the tolls would end at one point. We're still waiting. What were the other two questions? Then? Movie and uh, music. So... Um, Interesting movie, um, definitely American Gangster. Okay, with Denzel Washington and Russell Crowe, my favorite movie uh, of all time. Um, and music. Yes. Um, I gotta tell you, man, I love Kanye's new <laughs> new album, man. This whole this whole Jesus route that he's going on, man. I I I respect that new CD. It's it's great. Carl it's Popper, great. American Gangster, Kanye. That is eclectic, ladies and gentlemen. Max Rose has been our special guest. I'm Major Garrett. Thanks to the Dubliner as always. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Thanks, man. New episodes of The Takeout are available Friday mornings wherever you get your podcasts. The Takeout is produced by Arden Fari, Katiana Krachenko, Jamie Benson, and Sarah Cook. CBSN production by Alex Zuckerman, Eric Susanen, and Grace Seegers. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Takeout Podcast. That's at Takeout Podcast. And for more, visit TakeoutPodcast.com. The Takeout is a production of CBS News Radio. 
If you like the takeout, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.